Kingdom Speakers, last week we talked about money. Well, this week we're going to talk about where you can spend your money. And that's on a new dress for your wife or your girlfriend or your mom. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop and Dainty Jewel. looking good today that would have been weird if we'd have been all wearing dresses for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking the same thing yeah yeah i think i just did my first commercial for danny jewels yes right you're hired yes yeah yeah i think and i wasn't even paid for that that was just unpaid promotional material hey we can give you a dress oh well thank you (laughs) (laughs) i'm kind of tall so you'll have to maybe custom order it yeah uh, Welcome in, everyone. Yes. And we do have a guest today, which you already know who that is. Before we get to the guest, we have to follow protocol. That's it's right. like a church service. You know, we got to do everything in this specific order. It's like a church service, take up an offering, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to pay the preacher his $25, yeah. Come as on. the bishop says. Come on. So there are reviews for Kingdom Speak, They're and they are good. Stars. I'm not sure if you've heard or not, but people like this podcast. Five-star Apple review says, love it. That's the title. Awesome podcast. I look forward to listening to new episodes all the time. Every apostolic should subscribe to this. My only issue is that you Uh need to have my pastor on your show. Well, uh uh-oh. Randy Williams of the Fort Rock, the Rock Church of Fort Myers. Whoa, Whoa. sorry, I watched that. All right, so there it is. He's that uh, Randy word keeps working its way into Randy guys. all of our comments. Pastor Randy creme, Williams, creme de la creme. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, was that maybe it was Pastor Randall from last week? <laughs> oh, so yeah, maybe there. Maybe that was him. There is some uh, maybe bombarding us. Yeah. Well, it may work. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome to have Randy Williams on the show? That would yes. be epic. Uh, Pepsi Pro sent that in from Apple Podcast. We will say amen to you, brother Pepsi. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah to that. And like I said in the intro, we talked about money last week. And I've never met our fine guest, but I certainly have seen. I feel like I've met her because I've seen the name on the credit card statement. Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so you, you have somewhat of a relationship. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Yeah. Is your uh-huh. is your is your name dainty or is that <laughs> my middle name's Jewel, but my oh. first name's Charity. There we go. Very cool. Well, we are delighted to have Char- Sister Charity Walter with us on the show this week. Woo! Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for being. Let me be here. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes. We love Kingdom Speak. We're big fans here in LeGrand. So thank you for this beautiful ministry. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, the only thing that um, really competes with how good our audience is, Mm -hmm. is how great our our guests are. So we're taking it to another level. We've had missionaries. We've had Mm -hmm. uh, preachers. We've had... You name it. We've had authors, 
fellow podcasters. And today we are diving into some business stuff. The first dressmaker on the podcast. Yes. Yes, you are. You are. And this also meets another, another request that we had at the beginning of the year. And that was that we had more female participation. So That's right. You're, 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 cr- you're helping us check Represent. a lot of our bucket list items off. That's right. Awesome. So, yeah. That's great. So we are really, really glad to have you with us. Um, if there is anybody that doesn't know who you are, we want to give them an opportun- opportunity to learn a bit about Dainty Jewels. That's right. So talk to us about how, how did this come about? Well, um, we've been in business for over 13 years now, which it sounds so crazy to say that, but since 2009, and I started this when I was 16, my dad was an evangelist and, um, I didn't have the opportunity to get a job like all my friends, you know? And so I wanted to make some money and my mom always encouraged me and my brother, you know, to make things on the side and sell them. And so that's what I did. I started selling headbands and little hair bows and things like that accessories and I would set them up at different churches and um you know it really started to get going I started to make you know some money some side money and uh so I remember my dad was preaching a revival in Wyoming and it was like in the middle of the winter time and it was freezing cold outside we can relate with that Mm -hmm. yes we can relate with winter amen it's been so cold here too but um, anyways, I was in my parents' van and this was back when Wi-Fi was like, you could hook up to, you know, your neighbors, you know, and all of that. And so <laughs> I was trying to get that signal. And I remember sitting in the van and, um, naming dainty jewels. I was Googling what are feminine, pretty words. And so I found the word dainty and then my middle name was jewel. And that's also my grandmother's name. And so I named it dainty jewels. I created a Facebook account and, um, didn't create a website, didn't create anything, just created one Facebook account. And the rest is really history. I started selling my headbands on that, that Facebook page and I would PayPal invoice people. I remember I sold my first headband for $25 and I think that is so expensive, but that person loved it. And so, um, yeah. And so I, I started dainty jewels and people got to know the name and me through that. And um, I went to a peak conference and um, I had redesigned a lot of my clothing that I was wearing that week. And a lot of people were like, why don't you sell your clothes that you're wearing? And I kept thinking, no, 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 that's crazy. I can never do that. Like, that's a, that's a dream, like a literal dream. Mm-hmm. And um, I got so tired of people asking me that. I finally said, okay, fine. I'm going to launch a clothing collection in two weeks. And so in two weeks, in two weeks, and I was 16 at the time. Um, and I kind of just blurted it out. You know how you do that? And you don't even think <laughs> No, there's no, no ambitiousness there. <laughs> and so I got tired of people asking. And so I said that, and then sure enough. So what I did is I went around and collected like vintage, um, dresses, pieces that maybe weren't modest, but had potential to be modest. Mm-hmm. And um, collected about 10 pieces and redid those over the next two weeks. And I launched my first clothing collection in 2010. And those pieces sold out within like three hours or something. People love them. They wanted them in their sizes, which of course they were one of a kind. So I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of telling all those people no. And so I quickly found um, a few ladies who would sew for me and recreate those pieces 
And um, that grew, I worked with a group of Mennonite ladies and that grew to where I met my husband and we got married. I moved out to Oregon. I moved across the country with one rack of clothes. And um, I always like to give my husband credit because he's really the reason our business has flourished, him and God, but (laughs) it has blown up. I'm sitting now in our warehouse and it's 6,000 square feet full of, we have like over 50,000 dresses that we house right outside that wall. And um, God has just blessed it. We went into manufacturing and we have produced literally thousands of styles, modest apparel, beautiful, feminine, fashionable, modest apparel for today's lady. And so it's so fun. God has given us a beautiful team of about 10 to 14 women. And these girls are hard workers. They're moms. And we have some that work here in LeGrand. And then we have quite a few that work remotely too. Really? So, um, now when they work, yeah. what, what role would they play? Like, are you designing all of the clothing? Yes. So I design okay. most of them. I do have some help now. Um, I got to where I've designed so much that sometimes my brain is like, but I will sure. say God always comes through and supplies my brain with more ideas, but I do have some that help me now with designing, but these girls do anything from content. So videos, reels, we have customer care. We have our shipping girls. We have girls who work out in the warehouse and they move stuff around. These girls are hard workers and they keep dainty jewels going. So, wow, exciting. that is amazing. And yeah. that all that all has happened in thirteen years. Thirteen years, yes, and it feels like a whirlwind. It has went by so fast. Um, We've worked many long nights. Before I got married, I worked all the time, 24-7. And then I got married and I took the weekends off. And then I had my little boy, Montgomery Coleman, Mm -hmm. in 2017 or 2018, I'm sorry. And now I take off more days in the week (laughs) to spend with him. I tell everyone I worked my tail off. Like I worked so hard so that way I could have time with my little boy at home. So. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. When you go out in public, you go out for for a nice meal with your family. Do you look at everyone's clothes and be like, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. Are you that kind of person? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can be. Yeah. <laughs> when I travel too, I really like to get inspired some places. Some places is not very inspirational, but um yeah, I like to I like to watch what people are wearing. I'm originally from North Carolina and so a lot of the styles that I carry kind of have that Southern feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really am inspired by brighter colors, also soft colors, but yeah, I think so. That is so cool. So yeah. cool. So talk to us a bit more about, um, cause I, I, I've been to LeGrand. Yes. So it's a, it's a burgeoning metropolitan area that is what easily connected with the rest of the world, very conducive to upstart businesses, things of that nature. Of yeah. Of course. <laughs> a lot like Plaster Rock that way. Mm-hmm. Actually, Plaster Rock wishes it was like LeGrand. So, so you, you guys are mm-hmm. quite a few rungs up the ladder from us. There you go. Hey, yeah. that's awesome. We have about 10,000 people. Okay. Here in the grand, maybe 12 now. I'm not sure, but it's coming along. Um, actually my husband, one of his big projects right now is to work with shipping carriers because they just stopped flying their plane here to our town. 
So now shipping's taking a little longer, not much, but it's okay. a big deal for us. We've had issues with Wi-Fi. I mean, it's just one of those things, but it works. I mean, God put us here for a reason and um, he really has blessed us. He's given us favor, even with our Wi-Fi people. Like we call, they're here in a second, you know, and they do everything they can to help us. Um, we're in a business park here in our town. There's about three other businesses in this park, uh, <laughs> very cool. but um, I mean, it works. We've gotten, we've God has given us favor in this town for sure. Um, yeah. The, the, the reason I, I bring that up is, you know, if there's somebody that's sitting on an, on a business idea, I, I was speaking just for those in the audience that might not know, I was tongue in cheek there. If you're sitting on an idea Sometimes one of the greatest inhibitors of that can be you quickly identify all of the reasons why your idea won't work where you are. Right. And, and you automatically think that if I was in, uh, for those of us that are in Plastrock, if I was in LeGrand, I could yeah. do. Or if you're in LeGrand, you could, you could have adopted um, if I was elsewhere. I think... I think those those kind of those, those folks need to hear from someone like yourself that right. says you, you can do it where you are. Yeah, most definitely, because not only has God given us, you know, the idea, whatever, wherever step you are in your business, business plan, he's going to give you what you need. You know, he's done it with us. And we I mean, we have quite a large business, one of the bigger businesses, even in town. And he supplied all of our needs. But not only that, it's a lot different in 2022 than it was even 10 years or 13 years ago when I started. The internet and there's so many resources and um, a lot of good communities. Like even in our town, there's business communities that gather together. And um, there's a lot of cool things. I actually like having a business in a small town. It also is the perfect opportunity to be a light. My father-in-law also has a business here and everybody knows him. A lot of people have become connected with my business in hopes that they'll come to our church too. Mm -hmm. So you don't always get that connection in a big town. I came from, I grew up in a bigger city and like when you went to Walmart, you wouldn't see people, you know, but here in LeGrand, you see like five people, you know, but you have the opportunity to be a light where necessarily like in a bigger city, you kind of blend in or get lost in the mix sure. and there's not a lot of um, networking with other people. I have gotten Bible studies from business network groups here in town that I used to go to places like where I grew up. They had a, a group called Seed and there were so many people that you just kind of got lost in the mix. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think if you're in a small town, that is the perfect opportunity to start right. a business and get the ball rolling and see what God will do. God will bless you no matter where you're at, you sure. know? So you, I say go for it. Yeah, absolutely. The rural advantage really is yeah, what you're, for sure. but again, that's a matter of adjusting perspective. Right. Exactly. And I will say when I first came to LeGrand, I had some doubt, some doubts, um, there's no Chick-fil-A here in LeGrand. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh. um, limited. I mean, there is limited resources, but like I said, God will bless you. Since we've come here, since we've grown our business here, 
since we moved out to this business park, God has sent specific people at the right time and the right place for exactly what we needed. And since the beginning of our business, my husband and I, even before we were married, you know, my parents always told me, this is God's business. It's not, it's yours, but it's God's, you know, you're running it. You're like, I think of, I always think of like a little ant running around working for God, but he's given you this business. And so why would he not take care of your needs? You know, whatever it is, it could be Wi-Fi. Like I said, we're struggling with shipping right now. They just made this big change. God's going to work it out. You know, we don't get all in a tizzy about exactly. it because God's going to work it out. Exactly. So, so you've, yeah. you've made, you've made some interesting and I've, I've, I've noticed it repeatedly over the last few moments it's God's business. He'll give favor. He brings the solution at the right time. Yes. Um, why, why do you think that is? Well, I think it is about a pers- it's about your perspective. It's about a mindset. You know, it's really easy for us as human beings to be very possessive about the things we have and feel like it's because of us, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not super smart. So I just want to say that I'm not trying to sound super smart, but um, we really, we can say, you know, this is my business. It's all because of me. It's because of my creative skills or, you know, this designing thing. It's because I have such fashion or whatever it is. But in reality, it truly God's hand has been on this since before I was even born, since before my husband was born. And when you get, when you come to the realization of that and you say, you know what, God, it really is truly yours. And I'm your servant. You know, I believe God blesses you in multiple ways, but he will give you favor. And I have seen God's favor directly in our business. Like I said, through different needs, Mm -hmm. but I'll share this quick story real fast. Um, We were in the process of building this building And I look back at the cost then and I would look at the cost now and wow, we got an amazing deal, but it seemed like a lot of money in 2017. And, um, we applied for a grant through our town. They had a program going and it was for like, uh, redoing the downtown area, but this park we're in also qualified. And so we came up with a figure of a hundred thousand dollars that we wanted to apply for. And that was literally a fifth of what our building cost at that time. I believe my husband's not here. He might correct me on that, but that was a big chunk of what this building cost to build. And so we went before the city council, we went before the board for the grant and literally I presented about Danny Jules and our plans and vision for this community and whatever for like 15 minutes. And they handed us a hundred thousand dollars And they said, it's not, you don't have to pay it back in any way. Just do what you say you're going to do. Hire the people you're going to hire. And that's it. And I told my husband that night after we left that meeting, I was like, that is the favor of God. Yes. Um, We are, we're really involved with our church. My husband's the youth leader in our church. I'm very involved with the music. Like that's our, that's our main job really. But um. I told my husband, you know, we sacrifice a lot of time, whether it's here at work or really in the church, but that's literally the favor of God. You walk into a room full of people needing money, full of people wanting the same thing, and they hand you a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And so 
if you invest, which we haven't got there yet, I'm sure not yet, but if you invest in the kingdom of God and you say, you know what, God, this is your business. And I'm going to take that money that you're giving me, you know, I'm going to take the blessings you've given me and I'm going to continue to sow them. He's going to give you favor. There's no doubt. Like it's in the word of God all over. He, if you invest in the kingdom of God, he's going to invest in you. And, um, I love it. And what a light too. I was able to share so much that night to the mayor and everybody else. Right. <laughs> and absolutely. so what an opportunity. And had I been working like, you know, a, a job, maybe at a bank or somewhere, I probably wouldn't have had that opportunity, but because we had a business, we had a need, we, we stepped out in faith and God, he just handed us a hundred thousand dollars. So That's amazing. Yeah. I've, so, I've said this before about, um, Peter and being a fisherman and the fact that he was, um, you know, he's mending nets when Jesus comes to call him. They come back a year year or so later, time frame is, is, is immaterial. And Jesus is teaching the multitudes and the crowd is so large that he looks and says, I, I, I need a, I need a ship to make a platform on it. And Peter says, well, that's mine. You can use it. And so Peter's business became the platform that Jesus stood on to reach the multitudes that had come uh, to hear him teach. So I'm, I'm picking up from listening to you talk, especially this last three or four minutes, that you don't view the kingdom of God in one track and your business in another, but you see them interacting with each other. Is that, is that a fair, this, this is my boat. You can use my boat. Oh, a hundred percent. Everything we have is God's. Everything we have is the kingdom of God's. Like it's, that's just how it is. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So do, do you have any examples of, of how you feel that that viewpoint has directly affected your business? Well, um, I mean, you, you just, you mentioned obviously the favor of God, um, a hundred thousand dollars. That's a, that's a significant, um, contribution, but, but is there points where you've made sacrifices and said, now I'm going to tie dainty jewels to the kingdom of God and that, that that correlation has had an effect on what Dainty Jewels has become up until this point. Yeah, well, um, I can share a recent testimony. We had an evangelist come through our church um, last year. Yes, it was the year after COVID. <laughs> That's what I base everything off of now. Yeah, so it's 2021. <laughs> and uh, we had an evangelist come through our church and he preached about giving sacrificially and how your blessing is waiting in your giving. It was so good. And so me and my husband had felt impressed in prayer that, you know, we needed to give something and it needed to be a sacrifice. So we gave very sacrificially. I remember almost holding my breath, but um, three weeks later, and you know, this doesn't have have to do necessarily with dainty jewels, but it's us. And so it kind of does, but 
Um, three weeks later, we had been wanting to find property in this valley, and it's very hard. There's only so much property to find. And so it's very hard to get property around here. And we, three weeks after we gave that offering, um, God, my husband was online looking and he found this piece of property. We went in to see it the next day, put in an offer. The offer was accepted in two hours and it was like unheard of property in this valley. And we got, um, 10 acres and literally God gave it to us because we, you can't find that around here at all. People were just in shock. But that's, I mean, that's a great way to, to show how it directly has sure. uh, helped us. But I will say like, um, well, this is the most exciting thing is um, we, in March of this year, we were able to launch our Dainty Jewels Foundation. And I feel like I talked about it so much. So I'm sorry if I've been repetitive, if anybody's listening, that's heard it. But we, over, you know, over the past 13 years, Danny Jules at the core, at the foundation of Danny Jules has been about giving. And my dad was a home missionary. He started like three churches. My husband's family, they're known to be givers. They've planted the seeds of giving for generations. And so it's just kind of passed through um, those different generations. Mm-hmm. But we were able to start this Dainty Jules Foundation. And um, it's really like putting wills on the mission and vision of Danny Jules. We, um, we started it in order for our customers to be a part because we're doing a lot of the giving behind the scenes and they don't ever see or know, or they're not able to, you know, be directly a part in a sense. So we had this great idea and we donated a bunch of clothing to the foundation and we are selling, we sell all those pieces and a hundred percent of the proceeds go to those in need in our communities. And we're doing things that we've already been doing in the past, like mail boxes of clothes. We mail boxes of clothes to um, a beautiful group of people in the Philippines last year. We've done it in the Marshall Islands. We've done it in South America. We've done it here in um, the U.S., small home missions churches. But with this foundation, we have the money to give as well. And so our customers are a part of it. And um, our first quarter focus was home missions. And so we were able to raise over $14,000 to get a van. And we're still working on that goal, but to get a van for a home missions church in Salem, Oregon. And so this is a way that I feel like God, again, is allowing us to directly give. And then he's going to turn around and bless and give and bless. I always say that we're blessed to be a blessing. And Mm. uh, we're really, really excited about this foundation because we're able to give to foreign missionaries, home missionaries, churches, um, even women and children in our communities, families in our communities, those impacted by disasters, Um, but our customers get to be a part of it now, even more. They were before they didn't see everything we were doing. And so, yeah, (laughs) I hope that answered your question. Yes. No, that's so, so back to you, you, you basically unearthed what I was asking in a roundabout way. I didn't want to be too pointed, but you said the foundation of dainty jewels was giving. Yes. That was one of the driving elements. Yes. Was that you wanted to be a giving, a giving. Yeah. I remember when I first started, um, there was a, a family in our area. He was a home missions pastor. They had like 
several kids and um, I felt a burden to give them. I was like 17, 16, 17. It was right in the beginning. And so I created this one of a kind skirt and I did an auction for it and I raised like $160 and I was able to mail that check to them. Um, and I don't know if it was a lot for them. It probably wasn't, but it was something. And it's, it's literally like I get excited when I'm able to give, because I know when you lay up your treasure in heaven, God, God's going to bless it. And not only are you, you're, you're laying it up in heaven, but this world's going to pass away, right? We're going to, everything's going to go away. But when you lay up in treasure, it's eternal. It's when you lay it up in heaven, it's eternal. And so I've always said, you know, give until it hurts. And it's a scary line to walk, but if you give until it hurts, God will bless you. And I've watched since we gave last year, that, that really big offering, I've watched God in different situations, just pour out blessings in our lives, in our employees' lives um, and those around us. And so, yeah, God is so and it's good. Kind of, it's kind of at some point the sower overtakes the reaper, that, once yes. that cycle. Yes, 100%. Wow. And yeah, it's just exciting. Um, I also, I put in my notes, when we give, we truly learn to live. And my bishops always preached like, if you feel sad, if you feel, you know, down. And I think this could be tied into business because business is no joke. Like running a business is no joke. Sure. Um, just give a little bit, go find someone, even if you give of your time or encourage them, you know, give a little bit and you'll really truly learn to live when you give, you'll learn to live. That's so that's yeah. Good. Uh, if you're just chiming into our podcast and you probably are supposed to be aware of who we're talking to because this is in the show title, but if not, we are talking to Charity Walter, the CEO of Dainty Jewels, uh, daintyjewels.com, by the way. And she is the CEO of the company, like I said. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the business side of it and what is your elevator speech to someone who tells you, hey, I'm young, uh, I want to start a business. And here's my idea. What are the things you tell someone like that? Well, um, first of all, I say go for it. The sky's mm-hmm. the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, as a child of God, God's going to bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, but get a business plan together. Get a business idea. Start on social media. Social media is a wonderful free mm-hmm. tool. Mm-hmm. Anyone can start a business with social media. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't always been there, but... I know that's how I started. I started on Facebook before I had a website, before I paid for advertising, before I had, I had barely had product. I started on Facebook. So get your, your product, your idea on Facebook, get the buzz going. Um, Use the resources around you. There's Google, YouTube, there's podcasts, amazing resources for any stage of your business, whether you're a startup, whether you're like in the middle, trying to go to the next level Maybe you're at the top, you feel like, but you still want to go to the next level or scale back. Um, there's so many amazing resources around us today. Um, we are really blessed with that. And um, yeah, get with somebody maybe that that you look up to in business and get their advice, connect with maybe a mentor. Um, I'm happy to help in any way people are able to reach out on my personal Instagram. I love helping um, young people 
get, get started. I'm always telling our girls in our youth group, like, if you want to start a bakery, if you want to start a cleaning business, I'll make your business cards, you know, I'll help you with all of that. Um, but I really truly believe I put the scripture in my notes about how it talks about in Deuteronomy, we're made to be the head and not the tail. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if we really get a revelation of that, the sky is the limits, like there's no limits in God. And so I really truly believe if you have a business idea, connect with somebody, get their advice, get their direction, connect with your pastor, more than likely he has a good business advice. Um, and just start working on it, get a business plan, a good, a good business plan together. That's something I wish I would have had in the beginning. The way Danny Jules happened is it started, it blew up and I was just trying to keep up. My mom helped me. Everybody helped me. It was just like insane. I didn't have time to start a business plan. I didn't even imagine I would need one. But if you have time in the beginning, go ahead and get a business plan going and stay true to it. Stay focused. You'll have a bunch of people come up to you with all the ideas, which is great. I've used a lot of ideas that people come up to me with, but stay focused. Keep the plan ahead of you. Pray. (laughs) These are all great, great tips. Um, do you have any advice on the development of a business plan? You know, for someone that has an idea, but yet they're grappling, that that step alone can be a very intimidating step. You know, let me oh. see your business plan. Uh, I just want to make money and not, you know. Yeah. Do you have any tips for that? Yeah, well, and when I was, so I started when I was 16, and about when I was 18, 19, it was right before I was married, um, I had someone tell me like, you really need a business plan. And they actually helped me put one together. They gave me the resources needed to do so. But um, I, I felt the same thing. I was like a business plan. What is that? Like how in the world, honestly, it's a lot easier than you think you can either pay someone to do it for you, or you can go on Google and get free templates, search business plans and you can get free templates Um, it just depends on where you're at in in your business, whether you have funding to do so. I actually did it both ways. When I was 18 or 19, I made my own. And, um, then when I got married and moved here, I was like 22 or something. I actually paid about $300 for someone to make a professional one for me. And I will say, I loved it. It had everything in it, all the history, where we were going the next five years, it was awesome. So it was totally worth it. But I would say Google it because you can do it free. You can pay. Mm-hmm. If you collaborate with someone that's already in business, more than likely they can help mentor and coach you and make the same quality as if you were going to pay. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I remember when I first started, I, even still today, I connect with people that are great at what they do. Um, I'm trying to start a garden. So I talk to everybody that has a great garden, sure. like going on how do you grow these vegetables so same in business um when i was starting to manufacture that's a whole nother world and it's a scary world if you don't know what you're doing um of course god led me to the right people at the right time but i also called a bunch of people and got advice i would call random factories and say hey this is where i'm at my business and you know some people hung up on me some people were super rude but then there were some people that said you know, I don't think you're at the level yet where you can handle manufacturing, maybe wait another year and then you'll be ready. So always ask questions from people who have done it. Don't be afraid. Um, More than likely, they're happy to sow into you and invest into you because 
that also is very rewarding. Exactly. I think that's part of the, the reason we really wanted to have you come on is um, apostolic entrepreneurs. If, if we could create or contribute to the creation of a culture mm-hmm. that, that we can do this. And oh. we have successful apostolic businessmen, businesswomen, who, as you've already said, make yourself available um, for networking, uh, we, we've got it. We've got it even within our movement. Yeah, for and, sure. So have, have you, have you, uh, let me ask you this. Have you seen that bleed over? Um, let, let's start with your local church. Maybe not, maybe broader than that, where they were in, someone else was inspired by seeing what God done through you and dainty jewels and and you've you've played that role in mentoring them into starting their own business? Well, I will say literally almost on a daily basis, I have somebody that reaches out via social media. Sure. And they might be from the other side of the world. That's the coolest part is that it connects you everywhere. But um, they'll say, you know, I'm starting up my business. What should I do? Or they'll say, thank you so much for carrying modest clothing because of you. I'm able to start this business. What should I do? Or they'll be saying, you know, just thank you. I started my business. It's going great. Um, I've had people like food businesses, um, like I said, bakeries, just different, different avenues of income, working for yourself, God blessing you, God as your boss, you know, sure. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, I will say like, not as much locally, we have a lot of businesses in our church already. Um, And, you know, you mentioned there's a great network already in the apostolic movement. I know there's an amazing group of business people in the Little Rock area too. And I've been able to like walk through their business classes. They're so inspiring. And it's not always clothing. A lot of it is like, land or construction food trucks is a big deal i really want to get a food truck started we're actually working on possibly maybe doing something with the marshley's community here locally i've been talking with um my husband i've been talking with a minister in our church there's such a, a large group of pacific islanders where we live and so having the opportunity to like bring in food import food that they love but in reality inviting them to church and getting them in church but um, it, it, it's not always clothing. It could be anything. I mean, you know, so there's so many different opportunities and there's a lot of people doing it already in the apostolic movement. Um, I'm working with another uh, a lady in Little Rock on a, a conference that she's doing, but she's pulling together like influencers and like modest fashion influencers, um, a girl who has a all natural skincare line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dainty jewels, but there's just, there's a lot going on. And so sure. you can find someone that's doing what you want to do or what sure. you're already doing, connect with them. And, you know, maybe if you can't connect with them, connect some, connect with somebody that's doing business well, ultimately, and, you know, get their advice and direction. That's, that's the so, role of networking. Yeah, for sure. And Don't be ashamed. Right. People. <laughs> Absolutely. Be bold. Absolutely. It, it will pay off for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So are, are you surprised um, 
that you are where you are right now, or did you see it becoming what Danny Jules is? I know at the first you said it kind of, you, you were just trying to keep up. But at the moment that you started uh, developing your business plan, this is where I'd like to be, are you on track with that? Are you, are you superseding your expectations? What's the future uh, look like for Danny Jules? You know. Go ahead future. and make an announcement. You can make an announcement right here yes. today. This is a safe spot. <laughs> <laughs> the future looks really bright. We have a lot going on. We're getting ready to launch our little boys line. We're going to do little matching suits with the mommy dresses. Um, so it's really awesome. All modest. You could have given uh, them little mummy or little boy suits then. That, that would have worked. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, little boys. They're actually like vest and pants. But um, I think like for sure, like even I wake up every day and I'm like, is this really my life? Like, you know, has God really done this in my life? I believe he has, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems like a dream. And to every young girl to be able to design clothing for a living as your job, that's a complete dream. I never imagined having our custom, full custom warehouse, having all the employees that I have, all the help that I have. Um, you know, I will say though, to encourage other business owners out there that probably are already deep into business, there's, there's not always high years, you know, you do have some low years. Mm -hmm. And I remember right before COVID, we had a pretty low year. And me and my husband were like really praying, like, you know, God, what do we do? I'm being really transparent, and honest, but I sure. hope it helps someone. Um, we were like, God, what do we do? You know, like, are you wanting us to close the business or like, what do you want us to do with this? And um, we were really wanting to find a good business mentor that would understand right where we at, where we were at in our business. Um, but it's kind of hard to find. It was a little limited here locally, um, even in this area. But God sent um, sent someone to us. It's actually try not to tear up. It was one of my Bible studies. Oh wow! Um, it was a Thai girl. Her name's Tia, and um, she had a, a a great. She had been in college for business and had a great knowledge of business and had wonderful ideas, and it all came together during COVID when we were all in our homes, like what is COVID, you know, those few weeks and, um, God sent her to us and she just kind of like completely redid a bunch of stuff in Danny Jules, like the foundation, not like our morals or values or anything like that, but just like how we ran the business and like mm -hmm. our data and all of that. And she started helping us with promotions and all kinds of stuff. And, we really seen God like completely turn it around and really bless our business. And then he sent another lady to us who has continued to build on that and that progress wow. and really help grow dainty jewels and really help renew our vision. And, you know, we, we love providing modest clothing and it's really a ministry and it's not always profitable, but God really, he answered our prayer and sent us the right people. Again, the right people. I don't want to sound repetitive, but at the perfect time. And we had to trust God. Like we had to walk by faith a little bit because we didn't know, like when you're already in a business, sometimes you feel like, okay, what do we do? Like, we can't get out. What do you want us to do, God? But God sent the right people at the right time. And so again, favor of God, he'll, he'll bless you. He'll take care of you. If you give it to him, you know, if you say, you know what, God, this is your business.
Wow. So. That's so good. So good. Uh, I have one more question for you before we wrap up. So we have a large female audience that listens. So if they haven't heard about Dainty Jewels and uh, if they're going to just jump on your website right now, tell us about the latest. I'm sure you have a summer something going on. What's going on with Dainty Jewels right now? Um, We just released our second summer collection and... We release so many pretty styles this year, but we carry women's and girls modest apparel and we carry all sizes. We're sizing all size inclusive. We have sizes extra small to 4X in women, size small to 2X in girls. Like I said, we're going to be launching our little boy selection this fall. We also have something really fun. Our, our Dainty Jewels blog, it's called She's Intentional and we post devotionals, um, modest fashion inspiration, mommy post recipes daily. So it's kind of like the fun free part of Danny jewels. You can be a part of the community and you can shop too. Um, so yeah, we just launched our summer collection. We're getting ready to head into our fall. We just had 115 boxes arrive today. So that's just a portion of what's wow. coming. <laughs> cool. It's going to get busy. <laughs> So hypothetically speaking, again, purely hypothetical here, if my wife was home right now sewing at the kitchen table, hypothetically, um, and things aren't going super smooth with (laughs) sewing her own dresses, Mm -hmm. should I, A, encourage her to continue, or B, just go buy her dress from Dainty Jewels? Just go buy her. Yeah. <laughs> I go buy three or four while you're at it. Forever. There it is. She will love you forever. There's my answer. <laughs> the one thing you can't do is buy one, right? So and well, buy it. Yeah. Kit your daughters, you know, just get it for the whole family. Well, there you heard it from the CEO of Danny Jewels. So thank you again for being a part of Kingdom Speak today. I'm sure the audience especially the females uh, in our audience have enjoyed this today. So thank you for being a part of our show. And thank thank you you for blessing the apostolic movement with modest clothing. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And thank you so much for this podcast.